my name is Rico, the Dungeon Master for Season 3, The Restoration of the Twelve Olympians. This season, we'll find our heroes traveling back to the lands of Eris and Enyo with Inharmonia as they adventure through and see what they have accomplished and completed by restoring the three fabled relics, the Sickle of Kronos, the Golden Apple of Discord, and the Robe and Necklace of Harmonia. We'll start with Deborah. I am Deborah, and I am playing a human rogue named Neith. Her name is Neith. And I'm Matt, playing a dragonborn monk named Ari Futan. And I'm Daphne, and I play Gilsira Venfire, who is a halfling druid. And my name is Rico. I am the dungeon master for season three of the campaign. You got a diary? Deborah's diary. Right. The, today, the diary says, Gelsira talks to Perry. No one else wants to go. Neath commissions arrows. Birdie the Bastard with, has a strong aura. Birdie? Bindi the Bastard. <laughs> it looks like Birdie <laughs> with my handwriting going on here. Bindi's baubles. Birdie the Bastard. She was the um, shit. The party buys baubles at Bindi's. There we go. Nice. Gelsira talks <laughs> sure. with the tree, Oakley. Ari got some awesome stuff. Magic mushrooms, never-ending water skin, a compass, ambulance, and they bought some bags of holding. Dog, so much good shit at Bendy's. That, that's it. That was the whole thing. I'm going to be friends with Bendy. <laughs> you guys have a portal back to Bendy's now also. That's that right. That is awesome. I got to remember that for real. We got, oh, and that's well, right. Delcyra needs armor. to remember that really more than anybody Del else. Delcyra, remember that you made a badass portal to Bendy's who's awesome. She's awesome. We got to remember to go visit her. You know, not as much as possible, but you know, every no, once in a while. With a portal, for sure. you can always get to Bendy's. We can always get to Bendy's and hang out with Bendy if she's not asleep, which she always will be. But we'll wake her ass up. She will just not often go to sleep. <laughs> like yo, Bendy. It's old man. Yo, she Bendy. Is. She's like four hundred years old. Hey, yo, Bendy. Wake up. Let's go drinking. So you guys have lunch at Eris's. We're not going to waste a lot of time with what type of food is there. It's whatever nom, fucking nom, food nom, you nom, want. Nom. Delicious. The other three empty water skins, were you going to fill those with ambrosia? Uh, there were four empty water skins that I filled with ambrosia. There oh, yeah, four. there's four empty water skins from the hunter shop. Yep, that's oh, right. I sure did. I do that thing. I fill them up because now I have a never-ending water skin for actual water. Yep, the water is always cold. It never goes stale, and it is forever refilling. I am living my best fantasy life because... And Death March, he has a water bag that automatically fills up water. It's the best. And now you have one. <laughs> I do. I am just. I'm just trying to live my isekai life. <laughs> just, well, I'm happy I can help I accommodate am that. Happy that you are accommodating <laughs> this because I am living my dream right now. See, D and D is fun. Yeah, I'm picking up stuff from isekais and I'm making it happen in the game. I'm all about the story in D and D. The mechanics are fine, but mm -hmm. the story is what really fucking matters. Nothing ventured, <laughs> nothing gained. So you guys Fortune favors the bull. that after lunch, you are a 45-minute walk from the barbarians once you get out the gates of the city. So Eris will let you guys eat and get your fill, and she will wish you luck on your adventure. Eris, high five. And then she high fives you. Beautiful. Like she walks over and high fives you. 
Thanks, Thank Aris. Thank you, Aris. Thanks, Aris. I do a little curtsy. Thanks Best of that. luck to you guys. Thank you. If you don't come back, I'll assume you're dead. Excellent. And I will fuse your essences into the Royal Hunting Grounds. Excellent. I so, do that same thing when I don't see people. I assume they're dead. Yeah, that's, I'm the same way. I love that. Yeah, just my brother is dead until I see him. Yeah. 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 I just kind of roll my eyes. <laughs> but yeah, oh, just so you know. I'm just making friends with everyone. If you die in the forest, uh, Hades isn't going to be able to save you. What? Your souls will soak into the land and your essences will fuel my royal hunting grounds. That's good to know. Thank you for that warning. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm now going to live my life more carefully. You guys uh, smell like Hecate. Did you go to Bindi's? Yes. Mm-hmm. I love her so She's much. She's great, isn't she? She's the best. She's fun. She's doing a lot of sleeping right now. Yeah. Well, she's 400 years old. Yeah. And she is just a human. Yeah, but she's awesome. Magic is what's keeping her alive. Well, that and Hecate. She's good at it. Good she at that is. magic. Probably the best. Um, I got a never-ending water bag from her. Really? She's still selling those? Yeah, she nice. seems to like enjoy making them. She does. I'm getting kind of nervous about dying in the forest now. Don't yeah, you worry don't want to do it. that. Yeah, hey, Neef, did it. you say that you went to the Paladin Guild Hall? Did you yeah. See, did you see Pan by chance? I did. He was um busy with Martel. Did you ask him oh, if banging? you want to join us? I mean, they I seem feel like very weirdly manly thing. I mean. If you want to go and ask him, yeah, they go for talking. it. <laughs> I didn't want to get in between what was happening. Uh, okay. But, you know, they're probably done by now. Yeah, I feel, now like, that we've had I feel lunch. like we could use Pan's help on this. All right. Um, I just run to the Paladin Guilds Hall because I, I I'm just feeling pumped and I'm nervous and I have a big adrenaline rush. And you get there. The door is open. You hear, well, you see a group of paladins in a big circle around a table at the end of the paladin guild hall, and you can hear Martell roaring, and you can hear Pan's lion roar, and <laughs> it appears that there are bets being placed on who's going to win whatever the hell they're doing. You can't see through all of the plate-mailed big motherfuckers because <laughs> you are tiny, but um, but yeah, there is- You are tiny. There are cheers and and loud roars, dragonborn roars, and Pan's lion roar. Okay. I definitely go with Jelly if she's oh, going there. Well, see, you see and hear all the same thing. I, I've always wanted a chance to use this. I use my potion of commanding voice. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I just drink it, and I'm like, Pan! And then everybody stops, <laughs> and they turn around, look at you all slack-jawed, <laughs> and they were like, Holy shit. And then Pan and Martell look at you and they're like, what the <laughs> fuck was that? Oh, it was me, Jelly. Yeah, no, we know, but what was that? Oh, I had a potion of commanding voice. I, I thought it was the only way to get your attention. Oh, break through, well, it you know. certainly worked. You have our full undivided attention. Martell! Hey! <laughs> and then Martel gets up and he fucking flips the table backwards. It smashes against the wall <laughs> and leans back in his chair so he doesn't get hit in the jaw with the table. And Martel pushes other paladins out of the way and he comes over to you and he gives you a big, ah, huge hug. Thanks, buddy. What brings you two to the guild? And he's talking to you, but he's looking at you. <laughs> you have his undivided attention. Um, so I'm sure you've heard that we're going to go hunt the hind in the royal hunting grounds 
Uh, no, oh. I had not heard <laughs> oh, that. Okay, well, that's what we're going to do. I'm sure you do. heard a thing. There's no way you have heard. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we're going to do. Oh, yeah? And I'm kind of scared because I just found out that if we die, Hades isn't going to be able to res- resurrect us. And, we're gonna and be- then Martel turns around to the fireplace and he yells into it. And he says, hey, Hades, you <laughs> fuck. <laughs> And then Hades materializes out through the fireplace, and they're filing their nails Thanks. with Taiko's jawbone. Nice. You know it's a dragonborn jawbone. Martel knows it's a dragonborn jawbone. Pan knows it's a dragonborn jawbone. Ah! And Hades is there <laughs> filing their nails with Taiko's jawbone, and you can see the sharp dragonborn teeth. And Hades says, yeah, what do you need? And Martel says, uh, "They, if they die in the forest, you don't get them." And Hades is like, "The royal hunting grounds." Martel's like, "Yeah, the royal hunting grounds. What other hunting grounds?" And Hades is like, "There's the Elysian Fields. There's my hunting grounds. There's the royal hunting grounds. There's the Amazon's hunting grounds. <laughs> there's the hunting grounds out at Kronos's place. There's a lot of hunting grounds, Martel. Which one are you talking about?" Martel's like, "Ah, oh." Ooh, yeah, the royal hunting grounds. <laughs> and then Hades blows on their nails, and they throw Taiko's jawbone into the fire. It poofs into black purple flame, and then Hades is like, "Ah, uh, yeah, I have no control over the royal hunting grounds. If you die there, those royal hunting grounds absorb your essence. They're soul and body and all. Your body becomes fertilizer for the plants." And your souls feel the magic in that place. I can't help you. Cool. Um, well, that's kind of what I'm scared of. So I was wondering if you or Pan may want to join us. And then Pan jumps up out of his chair <laughs> and kicks it back really hard. It smashes against the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. I'd love to go. Yeah, oh, okay. buddy. Okay. And Martel's like, I also want to go. And oh. Pan looks at Martel. Martel looks at Pan. Their eyes meet. You know how in anime, when two <laughs> characters' oh, eyes Lord, meet, and there's like this flash and the crazy symbols, that you could almost picture that in your mind. It looks like there's going to be a battle of wills or wits or something. Hey, guys, you can both come. I mean, you guys can both go, yeah. Hey, have you had this jerky from the hunting place? And I take out some jerky and hand it to them both. And you go to hand it to them, and Karga runs down your arm and snatches it both up. Karga, I got plenty, man. And then he runs back up your arm, back under your hood, and Pan's like, "That, that looks familiar." Yeah, no, that was that was a uh, you know little dragon dude who was there at the the pool where they tried to sacrifice me. Yes, he's he's friendly. Yeah, he's my friend. Huh. He likes you too. You named him? Yeah, I named him Karga. Huh? Hey, Karga, get back out here. And then Karga gets back out. He's chewing on jerky. And then one cheek I'm is like... full, and the other one. Um, He's gnawing on it. Nom, 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 nom. Hey, look, it's Pan. And then Karga looks over. He gave you jerky before. At Pan and then runs all the way down your arm and jumps off of your shoulder and kind of glides in the air like a flying squirrel. <laughs> yeah, no. And then lands on Pan's chest plate and then like starts licking his face with his tiny little forked dragon tongue. And Pan like wraps his arms around him and starts to pet him and cuddle him. Oh, man, you saved him. Yeah. I always wonder what happened to him. He's the best. He's fun. And then 
Karga starts talking to Pan and Draconic, and Pan, you know, can speak Draconic. So they're having a conversation, and Draconic and Martel, now seeing Pan distracted by the dragon, starts to grab his stuff and inch towards the door, thinking he's going to just sneak out and go on this adventure. And as he starts to make his way towards the door, you see a table leg fly at Martel, and it hits him in the back. And then Pan puts Karga down on the ground. He says, hey, these guys are my friends, and if anybody's going, I'm going. And Martel says, I'll arm wrestle you for it. Guys, you can both come. I'm just like, I'm, I don't care who comes. I just want one, at least one of you. Well, somebody has to stay here at the guild hall. Ah, uh, yeah, I think you should arm wrestle for it then. Karga. All right, we'll arm wrestle for it. And then... They pick up the table that was half broken and shattered against the wall. <laughs> it's got three stable legs. One leg is broken in half, so the table is not very stable. Nah. It's wobbly and shaky. And then they go to have an arm wrestling Take match. it all, bets. Take it all, bets. <laughs> oh, and paladins come up to you, and they start placing bets. <laughs> like, I'll put 20 on Pan, and another's like, I'll put 40 on Martel. It's even odds. Even odds. And uh, so you could probably get about a couple hundred gold worth of bets. They just trust that you'll pay out those bets should, you know, somebody win. Yeah, I mean, it's even odds, so it's all good. And I mean, then you're gonna have to do the math who had betted on who now. Martel and Pan <laughs> proceed to have an arm wrestling match. Huh. And Pan wins by two. Eleven nice. to nine. Wow. And yeah. Wow. Uh yeah, I just rolled the dice. Pan rolled an eleven, Martel rolled a nine. How do you figure those bets went? Was it was it even? It was it was split even. Yeah. Okay, so, so I pay uh, out the Yeah, a hundred gold is gonna go to those that bet on um nope. It's all going to go to those who bet on Pan, because that's how bets work. Yeah, so whoever betted on, on Martel, <laughs> that money is going to... To those that bet on Pan. Plus a plus for the, me. Yeah, mm. plus, you know, the vig. You the can vague. keep 20 for yourself. <laughs> yeah. 20 gold for yourself. Good job, everyone. And then uh, Martel <laughs> growls at Pan, and you see smoke emanate from his jaws, and you see little crackles of lightning. And then Pan's like, don't cry about it. That was fair and square. Bahamut just blessed me. And then Martel gets up and he flips the table and shatters all the way on the wall. He says, that's bullshit. You have a dragon god. That's not fair. And then Hades chuckles to themselves. <laughs> and they go over to Martel and they pat Martel on the shoulder and they say, you know, I'm just as good as Bahamut. And then Martel says, bullshit. You're a god of the dead. Martel's a fucking art. Bahamut's a dragon. And Pan says, just chose the wrong god. And then Hades oh, looks oh, over oh. at Pan. Martel looks over oh, at Pan. Lord. Oh, Lord. Yeah. And they say in unison, do what now? Like, and Pan just flips them off. I'm, I'm like, Pan, maybe we should go. And then Hades looks at Martel. Martel looks at Hades, and they laugh about it. And then Hades dissipates back into the fire. And Martel's like, fuck you. That's not fair. And Pan's like, have fun watching the guild. I'm going to go with my friends. To Martel. Yeah. Afterwards. That other dragon. That necromancer. Yeah. Fuck. I haven't forgotten. We're gonna do and then that. Pan's thing. like, wait, there's a necromancer? Uh 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 Martel says, that one's mine. <laughs> you get this one, I get the necromancer. It's only fair, Pan. This seems fair. All right. All right. You can have the necromancer. Martel says, damn right I can have the necromancer. And then he goes back about doing guild business. And then Pan 
grabs his shield and his warhammer and his helmet and puts his helmet on. Karga. I, I show him another piece of jerky. Oh, he, he uh, after Pan up. put him on the floor, he he would have ran back up up your leg and up your arm. So he's <laughs> going to be back under your hood. Toss and uh, congratulations, you guys now have Pan Halsian as an NPC for the Royal Hunting Grounds. Fuck yeah. So that'll be fun. That'll nice. be fun to be able to play play my paladin for a little bit. He was already level 15, so he won't get any additional XP after this. Fuck yeah. And he's got healing abilities. He does. He's got quite a bit. And uh, Pan says, where's Lux? Well, she um, she's kind of on her own path now. She's helping Genevieve. Oh. With the clerics. Oh. And I think she's, um, yeah, she's decided to part ways with us for now to kind of spend she's more time. She's miss this adventure? Yeah. Shit. All right. And then Pan comes up to you. He's like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Denith. Denith. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just shake my head and I turn and I walk out the door. <laughs> and he watches you walk away. He comes up to Ari to and he's go. like, God, I hate to see her go, but I love to watch her leave. <laughs> and then Pan comes up to you and he puts his hand in your hair and he ruffles it a little bit and he's like, oh, I've missed you. Oh, I miss you too, Pan. Well, thanks for bringing me along. It's, it feels like it's been years. Well, for me, it's been years. And for us, it's been the blink of an eye, man. Nice. So, missed you. Uh, where do we got to go? We got to go to the Barbarians first. Yeah, for we're going to head out. We're going to head out to see, uh, out the city. Uh, what did I say? North? What'd you say? Hold on, I wrote it down. Yeah, north out the city, and then yep, east. And then east, about, you know, to see the barbarians. About forty-five minutes. Uh, they're going to show us how to get into the royal hunting grounds. We have permission to go there, but apparently the barbarians are the ones that are going to show us how to get in. And we're going to hunt the hind, is what we're doing. If the that's fuck what is you're a hind. It's a mythical deer. Uh, you know, it's one of our tasks we have to complete for the gods. Uh, they've given us some tasks to do to become gods ourselves. You're doing favors for the gods? Uh, you call it favors. We kind call more it for tasks. Their, kind of more for their amusement, really. Yeah, we like to keep them happy. It's fun. You know, they, sounds they, like it. They give us. They give us. You know, uh, we're favored by a bunch of them, and uh, you know, this is fun. I'm favored by one too. She is amazing. Yeah. So they <laughs> oh, like us to Aphrodite. do stuff. They've given Aphrodite. us. Some, they've given us some tasks. So one of them is to hunt the hind. We have to capture it so we can't. Apparently we can't kill just it. kill it. Yeah, no, we have to capture it. Yeah, for so and so to give you a little a little um, backstory here, the hind is fast and will just run away as soon as it uh, notices us. So we have to be real stealthy and real. Uh, we have to really. Can't you just pass us without trace? I can. Oh, for okay. sure. But it's well, also got problem? a great sense of smell. And so it might smell us as well. But I have some deer piss that I bought from the hunter the hunter shop. Yeah, I know. I, you know. I know. I know. I know. But also, we got to do this I thing. I don't want to be covered in deer piss. That's fine. Uh, do you have? Some, I also have an amulet here that uh, will. Uh, what's what's the word? Uh, zero mask, out my scent. Mask your scent. Neutralize. Neutralize. Neutralize my scent. Uh, and I believe, uh, Jelly, you bought one as well? Is that mm -hmm. the thing? Yeah. So me and Jelly were able to buy the two ambulances that existed that uh, neutralized scent. Are we going to set a trap for it? Yeah. I've got like three <clears throat> delightful traps. I've also got 10 really badass nets that the, uh, the hunter shop owner... Uh, and his wife made, they seemed really proud of him, and they showed us that, they, you know, they tried to cut through him with a knife, and that didn't work out so well. It was sparks and shit. It was pretty good. 
pretty good nets. Now, this is a mythical deer, but also pretty good nets. This Are you going to hang the nets, nets up above the deer? I'm thinking we should do that. I'm thinking we should set some traps. But we also have to, apparently there's a a, a, a a bramble maze. And everything in this fucking royal hunting grounds will try to kill us. And it's very poisonous. So, oh, I mean, so you've just got a plate couple mail. of you have to deal with that then. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know you've got the plate mail and whatnot. So maybe not so much. But know that everything in there. And this, this royal hunting ground is made to protect the hind. So everything is going to try to kill us and keep us from getting this hind. So it's a super challenge. It's a super challenge. God, I love the sound of this. Excellent difficulty levels. But we're going to do this. We've got traps. We've got, uh, I've got, uh, yeah, we've got traps. We've got nets. I've got deer piss. I'm not, I'm not putting deer <laughs> piss on it. myself. Um, what about bird? You want to smell like a bird? N- no. We're gonna, no, I don't. We're gonna, Have you been to the bass at the mayoral estate? Those are divine. Divine. They are great. We did. You know go how there. nice it is to have a bath every day. Yeah, you could smell like a bird and then go take a bath. Or I could just not smell like a bird. That's also an option. Well, you, Do can't, you, have bait? you can't smell like you. Well, I was thinking maybe I could be the bait. Unless you want to be the bait. We were thinking oh, of having Jelly I be can the be bait. the bait. Ooh. Oh, okay. Sh- yeah, I can be bait. So, like, you're gonna, you're gonna. What, what do you have in mind for being bait? Like, what's that look like to you? stand in a part of the forest and have you guys corral it towards me? I don't know. What's what's a hind eat? I don't know. I feel like it, it's... Did they did it, Bindi, say flesh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it likes flesh. Flesh um, and blood? Yes. Oh, I can cut myself and bleed. <laughs> you That's can easy. do that. I'm worried about the hind and its skittishness, you know? It seems like its, its main feature is that it's not very sturdy so we could do some damage, but also at the same time, it likes to run away. So like we got to be stealthy. So maybe if if your bait it'll go towards you, but we can surround it. But we got to go talk to the barbarians to get into yeah. the to let's, the royal let's hunting take grounds. first things first, and let's get to the barbarians. Okay. I'm just trying to catch Pan up yeah. on. Sure. on and our... we can we can think about our trap laying abilities once we get into the forest. Okay. Yeah. So oh. there's a maze we got to get through, and I think the the hind is near the center of the maze, but. Sounds about it's, right. It's full of poisony thorns and everything. Right. Hates yeah, us. I wear plate mail. I'm not worried about poison thorns. Also, Oakley told me to stay away from the trees because the trees will try to s- smother yes, you. Yes, Oakley told Who's her that. Oakley. He's my new tree friend. A, a new tree friend? Mm-hmm. You have other tree friends? <laughs> what have you guys been doing? Well, she's a druid, you know. <laughs> we she have does her ways. Druid shit. <laughs> All right. All right. When do we go? Right now. Yeah, we're going now. We're gonna we're gonna start this thing at least. All right, sounds good. Let's go. I love you, it. You guys lead the way. All right, we um, head north. You don't have a healer. You don't have Lux anymore. Mm, no shit. I got that covered. Okay, thanks. I can I can I can keep us healed up. We love you. I love you guys. Big it's gonna hug. be great. Big hug. And then Pan gives you a big old hug. I missed you, man. Gives you a big old hug. Did you think I was dead? No. Yes. <laughs> uh, I kept saying Pan's not dead. I promise. Sorry, I am not. Okay. I believe you because I see you now. All right, lead the way. I've had, and then a, I've had a weird life. Follow you guys to outside to the to the uh, north of the city. All right, we head out the city uh, north, and then, and then we head what is it east, east about east. Mm-hmm. forty five minutes to the barbarians. You know, we're just walking, and it's it's nice out. There's a beaten path that goes right to the barbarian camp. Um, we fast forward 45 minutes? Yep, you fast forward 45 <laughs> minutes. You get to what appears to be a big giant, I guess like it would be 
the equivalent would be like a Viking mead house, the nice. fucking rounded ceiling, long halls. Nice. I forget what those are called. I think they're mead halls or something like that. Fucking, I don't even yeah, remember. Maybe it's his great hall. I great think. hall. Yeah. And there are about six grizzly totems, not grizzly bear, but grizzly as in like rotted flesh and mm. sinew and bones. Delicious. Um, you see some dinosaur skulls that still have their teeth in them. You see rib cage bones. Love it. Uh, just that people are no, oh shit, this is probably a guild hall where we don't want to fuck around or fuck with. And the door is wide open and you hear a lot of shit being broken. You hear <laughs> singing. You see a couple barbarians getting thrown out the front door. They get up and dust themselves off and they go back inside the hall. You can hear big weapons breaking tables and you see a couple axes sticking out of the walls from the inside you can see blades on the outside of the the great hall uh doesn't look like there's anybody to stop you from going inside but from the barbarians that you have seen the vast majority of them are averaged about seven and a half feet tall oh big bastards uh yes big bastards and uh, you guys are all familiar with conan the barbarian right yeah sure. arnold schwarzenegger in his prime yeah he's got yeah. like red hair he's lanky tells weird jokes yeah no that's definitely not it <laughs> but uh yeah they look like they are pretty pretty muscular and bulky and you guys can walk right into the guild hall. Nobody's going to stop you. Cool. I do that. I walk in. Oi! And then there is one barbarian by the door who grabs you by the front of your cloak and spins you along the wall. And then there's a big giant axe <laughs> that comes right next to your head, sticks into the wall. And she says... What do you want? Uh, we're looking for a way to get into the Royal Hunting Grounds. We have permission to go there. We were told that uh, we should come here. Who gave you permission to go there? Eris, of course. Ah. And she lets you go, and she takes her axe out of the wall. Thanks, baby. <laughs> and she walks towards the very, very far end of the Great Hall, sitting in... In a throne made out of wood and bone of course. is what appears to be a rather large barbarian female. She Ooh. has the top half of a Allosaurus skull oh, over yeah. her head. <laughs> Death by Snoo Snoo. Uh, yes, kind of. And she's got what <clears throat> appears to be big, large bird feathers that make like a crown sticking straight up out of the back of the skull. She's got a bone necklace of giant raptor claws and then she's got um a wooden and bone just vest that goes over her front she's in a furry loincloth and behind her is a massive two-handed hammer where one end is flat and the other end has like an axe blade that is made out of looks like really shiny steel if it wasn't crusted and covered in blood and it's sitting right behind her, and she's sitting there at the end of the hall with her arms on her throne, and she's got her feet kicked up on the table. And there are other barbarians putting grapes into her mouth. Mm. And she's taking big old drinks of something in a big old cup um, as 
you know, these other barbarians are throwing shit around you guys and getting into fist fights. They're big, stupid, dumb animals. Yeah. But they don't seem to be affected by it too much. Like, they're laying into each other, but not a single one of them is showing any fatigue from the blows that they're taking. Yeah, they're loving it. Yeah, that's what, you know, it's what barbarians do to get off. (laughs) And the first one that walks all the way to the end of the table, and she leans down and whispers to the barbarian guild leader, who you presume is the guild leader, she whispers in her ear. She says something to her, and then she walks away. And then she motions over to all four of you, Pan and Neith. Well, nope, nope, they don't nope. see Neith. Pan and Ari and Jelsira, and she motions everybody over. Cool, I go over. I, I walk. And as you guys are walking, uh, you feel a mug hit you in your back. Love it. Uh, doesn't hurt. Yeah. It's just like somebody would throw it randomly and you were in the crossfire. I'm suddenly... Uh, alert for more mugs coming at me because I want to catch one to see if there's anything in it I could drink. If there will it happens. be. There so. will be when you get a couple more feet down the hall. I'm alert now. I'm ready yeah. to catch one and drink it. And then Pan is throwing shit off of the table at the other barbarians like mugs that are there and he sees a couple daggers on a table and he picks them up and wings them in the direction of a barbarian. <laughs> A dagger comes whizzing towards you. Ooh, I got deflect missiles. Yes, sir. <laughs> How's that shit working? Nice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and everything is just flying over your head, Josira, <laughs> because you're short and they are tall. So nothing is hitting you. You're getting splashed on by a little bit of a little bit of ale and a little bit of water and a little bit of, you know, spit and blood as some of these barbarians are fighting each other but you're not getting hit by or pelted by anything serious or severely everything seems to not hit you or nothing seems to be thrown in the direction where you are standing because you create void space and these barbarians are just trying to throw around you to make sure you don't get hit go ahead uh okay so i uh can negate 18 damage if it was going to do any of that yeah, I would have done a whole total of like three damage. I can throw it back then. All right. So you deflect missile back in the opposite direction or back in the direction where the dagger came. And that dagger hits a rather large barbarian <laughs> right in the left pectoral muscle and Oof. sticks into the skin. And then he looks in your direction and he pulls the dagger out. And then he cheers at you. (laughs) And he sits at the table and grabs him a drink. Uh, He's probably learned that he probably shouldn't throw daggers at you because he didn't expect it to come right back at him. He is big and he is strong, but he doesn't want to get a dagger plucked right back into his chest. Like, it's stuck all the way in to the handle, and he just pulled it out. Deflect missiles. Um, I'm so happy to be able to use it finally. <laughs> I'm I'm really nervous and uncomfortable here, but I'm pretending not to be because I feel like if I want to win the respect, I have to be, I have to be confident and like this is fun. <laughs> and then you you four get to the end of the table, and the barbarian chieftain she looks up at you guys at you Pan and um, Josira doesn't look at you. Nobody even notices you exist. They're too stupid. I don't exist. Yep. Stupid. Uh, and she says, I hear you want into the hunting grounds? Yes. You have permission from Eris? We do. Mm-hmm. We're going to hunt the hind. 
Really? We are, yeah. Huh. The forest was grown to protect the hind. Mm-hmm. Who sent you to hunt the hind? The gods. Which one? Artemis. Artemis <laughs> sent you to hunt the hind? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Well. I should really write down on a separate piece of paper all the various tasks Anu did it. Then we Way have no problems getting you into the royal hunting grounds, if you would like. We would have to leave at dawn, because that is the only time there is an opening into the royal hunting grounds. Mm-hmm. That scans. Tonight, we feast. Yeah. We fight. Okay. And we fuck. And Pan says, definitely. Yeah. And... So the barbarian guild leader claps her hands and everybody gets quiet. Like shit stops being thrown. Everybody gets quiet. She claps twice and she stands up and she is eight and a half feet tall. Oh, pretty muscular. It's kind of look she at her like wow. has a commanding presence. Like even pan is deferent to her presence because he is what I think six and a half feet tall. Six three. So like a little bit smaller than the Amazonians from Futurama. Yeah, yeah a little bit smaller. Yeah. We got to be realistic in our fantasy game. We're still game. thinking <laughs> definitely. <laughs> we're still feeling definitely Amazonian from Futurama. Yeah, though, absolutely. But, yeah. yeah, the Amazonian women's. Yeah, but uh, and she says these three adventurers seek entry into the royal hunting grounds to hunt the hind. And when she says hind, all of the barbarians start chanting. Hind, 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 and hind, some of them hind. raise their glasses and cheer. And she says, "Gather a hunting party tonight. We feast." And she looks at Pan and Ari and Gelsira, and she's like, "Do you guys hunt?" Oh yeah, we hunt. Pan's like, mm, "I don't." <laughs> And then she walks right up to Pan, looks down at him, and she says, tonight you hunt. Yes, tonight I hunt. <laughs> and then she smiles. You can see her smile under her half dinosaur mask head. And uh, she tells other barbarians to get their bows, get their slings, and go hunt some prey because we're going to feed the Great Hole. And this would be a feat of strength where you guys would have to go out and hunt. You don't actually have to hunt because that would just be a waste of time. It would just be a couple survival rolls. Pan can't fail survival rolls. I don't think Jelsira could fail a survival roll. I guess we could always nat one, but it's going... Oh, God, it's 121. This hour's almost over already. Fuck. Mm-hmm. We got like 25 minutes left. About that, yeah. About that. So uh, you three, do you go hunt? No. Because you weren't commanded to go hunt. I was Nobody not commanded. I, I like knows you're there. I, when they all go outside, I like look around for like a chair, or, like a log, or like <laughs> a stump. Unreal. There are a couple large stones that you could sit on. What kind of topography go are we and, hunting through? You're going to be hunting go through and just sit down planes. and just wait for them to come back. So <laughs> the things you're going to be hunting are elk and buffalo-like creatures. They... Hunting party will assign you, Jelsira, and Pan to the elk, and the barbarians will hunt the buffalo. I definitely pass without trace, get up on an elk, and slit its fucking throat like a G. Oh. Do you pass without trace the whole party or just yourself? That's the whole party, yeah. Okay. So Pan and Ari and Jelsira 
are passed without trace, and they find a herd of elk. There are a couple large males with rather large antlers. With pass without trace, the elk don't even acknowledge your presence. Some of them stick their heads up, and you can see their nostrils flare. It seems like they can smell something, but they can't see what it is that they're smelling. So they just go back to grazing. You said you slit one's throat. Yeah, yeah. And jump you on its back and do quite easily. And then Pan takes his warhammer and <laughs> smashes one of its heads as it was grazing. How would you like to kill your elk? Um, Hunting just, is a way of life. It's a circle yeah. of life, baby. It's perfectly natural. There's yeah. a whole great hall that has to eat. Yeah. And you've seen the grizzly statues that they have at the guild hall. You can be rest assured nothing will go to waste because you saw her armor was made out of bone. A lot of other barbarians' armor is made out of bone. They will use 100% of whatever you guys kill bone if you had night. any reservations. Especially so, the, the poop in their colons. Um, I have an ability alter or thousand forms, which is basically I can cast alter self at will. At any point, one of the abilities is to grow natural weapons, one of being a claw if I want. Yeah. So I go up to one of them and I just claw like right under its like chin under its chin and neck yep. mm-hmm. kill it bleed Just, it out right there yeah nice it dies instantly when you claw its throat out all of that blood runs out of the neck good job of the three elks that you have you and aries are the most nicely preserved kills pan's bashed <laughs> skull elk the skull is no longer of much use and the brains have been bashed out of its head but pan picks his elk up and Puts it on his shoulders like a fireman carry, and uh, you could do the same. Oh, yeah. You could pick yours up and put it over your shoulder like a fireman carry. Karga will go onto the elk and start nibbling at the exposed flesh in the neck where you slit its throat. That's fine. There's plenty of it. And then how are you going to carry your elk? Because um, Pan and Ari both have an elk on their shoulders as they're going to fireman firemen's carry their elks. Um. I well I guess I could I could wild shape into um an elephant <laughs> and and use my tusk, tusk. to carry it? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. in, like a bassinet? Yep. Yeah, you absolutely can do that. The that's, magic healing tusks. Yep, that's what I do. Uh Pan will help he well, he will throw his elk on your tusks and then he will pick up your elk and put it over his shoulders. What he has done is it make like made it look like your elk has the bashed in skull <laughs> and it looks like he has the clean throat rip kill typical pan typical pan <laughs> yep and then you guys can walk back to the great hall and as you three make it back to the great hall the other hunting party of barbarians are already there with their buffalo they make it back at about the same time you guys do they've actually just roped its legs onto some sticks and they just put the sticks on their shoulders, and they just walked back with the buffalo dangling between them. What's up, dogs? Hey, welcome back. Thank you. That is an impressive kill. Thank you. Well done. Oh, yeah. And then they look at pans, and they say, that is an impressive kill. <laughs> I'm just, well done. I'm just shaking my head. Just And feeling. they look at the elephant, and they say, <laughs> you brought us back an elephant to eat, too? Oh, no. No. Uh, no, 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 no. That's our friend. She's... You're friends with an elephant? Yeah, she's magic. She's <laughs> that... You have a magic elephant? Yes. 
Basically, uh, she was she's that halfling that was with us before. She can turn into an elephant. They look at each other and they look at you and they say, "Halflings aren't elephants." Yeah, don't eat that elephant. I, is I, what I'm I saying. I am wild shape. Oh, okay. And then the I'm assuming the um, the elk falls. Yeah, it's <laughs> and they. But we did bring back that elk. They <laughs> look at it and they're like, "Bash its brains in, clean, painless kill. Well done." Oh, well, and then thank Pan's you. Like, God damn it. <laughs> that was mine. Classic. And they say, no, that's hers. Yep. I'm like, yep, that's right. That's my. That's that was all, all mine. <laughs> all me. We can't use the skull or the brains, but good, clean, painless kill. Thank well you. Well done. Thank Died you. instantly. How'd mm-hmm. you crack its skull? Oh, you know, I just stepped on it with my elephant foot. That makes sense. And the blow to the head would be reminiscent of blunt force trauma to the head because mm-hmm. Pan used his war hammer and elephants have big, huge fucking feet. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, they believe 100% <laughs> that you smashed on its skull and killed it instantly and painlessly. It died the cleanest, most painless <laughs> death of everything of the three elks that came back. And Pan hangs his head and he grumbles to himself <laughs> and he's like, God damn it, that was my fucking kill. I said, ha, 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 She's a savage, this one. They look at you and they're like, there's no way you're that savage. Oh, you're small. She is, though. Um, Hey, speaking of savage, when do we get to eat? I'm hungry. After we cook it. Oh, okay. Don't tempt them to eat it, Rob. And Gross. there are a couple spits that are have been set up. And there are a couple younger children that begin skinning the buffalo. And the three of us get to make survivor rolls to see how well we can skin our elks. I was hoping. So we have three survivor rolls that we need to make. The DC on the survivor roll is 10. You have to get two successes on your three rolls for a clean skin where you don't waste any of the meat. And then the pelt could still be used for leather and tanning and armor. So let's go ahead and make our survivor rolls. Oh, Pan got an 18. You guys do get your modifiers. Okay. So your roll plus your modifiers at least 10. Okay, I got a 12. 11. 13. I got a nat 20. Two, three. Pan failed his third roll, but his first two. Your skin, you successfully passed all three. Did you pass all three? And I got a nat 20 in my second one. 13, so 11, nat 20, and 13. I used three luck points as well. (laughs) Of your guys' skins, of the three of us, you two have the cleanest skins. Pan failed on his third roll, but passed the first two. So there is a little bit of rib meat that's still attached to the skin. But the barbarians come over, and they look at your elks, and they nod approvingly. And they just pick the skins up and fling them over your shoulders. Blood and shit splatters over their shoulders because they don't fucking care. And they take the skins over back behind the Great Hall where the tanning racks and shit are because now these need to dry and tan where they can turn them into armor and other things of that nature. And one barbarian come. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say I had my claws out to make the final cut. And then as the barbarians are, you know, taking the the elk i just kind of like look the blood off the claws just to kind of like power just move. to kind of impress them a little bit power move they whistle <laughs> she's savage yep and they come over to pan and they give him a little bit of shit 
And they say, you lost some rib meat. I'm not a skinner. What do you want me to do? We want you to skin better. Fuck you guys. And they come, a couple of them come up to Pan, and they are about a foot taller than, than, than he is, and they point right in his chest, and they say, fuck you, little man. <laughs> and then Pan pushes their hands away in disgust because he doesn't skin animals. He's not very good at it. And uh, he will carry his elk over to the spits. To st- He'll carry his elk over to the spit to start roasting it. The barbarians are going to expect you two to do the exact same. Yep. Pan will come over and assist with yours. Okay, thanks, Pan. Yep, happy to help. I heft mine up, take it over to the spits, you know, secure it to the whatevers and the, the mm-hmm. fires and shit. And then they will skin and cook the buffalo. The elks will be cooked. They will apply lemongrass mm. and and sage yeah. and barley. Oh, yeah. mm. And they will have salt and pepper they will use to season the meat. It's going to be really, really good meat. And then um, they're just slowly spinning. There's a couple um, younger barbarians on each side, um, slowly rotating and cooking the meat to perfection. Mm. Then fat dripping down. Yeah, the fat drips down onto the fire, and they let that fat burn back up. And the fire is, yeah, nice wood chips, not coal, so it's going to be smoked. And then a couple other barbarians will bring out big, huge cask of beer. Let's go, champ. They will pull off of top shelves, and they will bring them outside. They don't really have any instruments that they can play. Um, some will just sing and dance as they tap the kegs, and you guys can have a beautiful, wonderful evening of feasting and eating. I do that thing. And you're fucking if you want. There are some barbarians that will try. There are a couple men that will try to sleep with you if you are interested. And Pan goes off to hit on a couple (laughs) female barbarians uh, knowing him, he is charismatic as ever. It seems more charismatic now than he <laughs> was before, but that's because he was blessed by Aphrodite, and with her favor, he's got advantage on charisma rolls, intimidation, or swooning, whatever. It, so he always gets his proficiency bonus on charisma rolls, and he's got advantage. My heart still belongs to Electo, but I will enjoy the drink with, with the barbarians and have a good time. All right. And unless anybody else wants to do anything, Neith, are you going to eat and drink? I am, but I'm going to like stay, you know. Yeah, nobody sure will bother you. Nobody notices I'm there. there. Perfect. Nobody is sitting just on that in, stone. I'm going to go in, help myself. Nobody's sitting on that stone where somebody would normally sit. It's just like nobody wants to sit on that stone where you're at. Nice. Yeah, so it's a, and if you guys don't have anything special you want to do, we can fast forward to the next morning. Nope, I'm just eating and just trying to out-eat some of the other barbarians. You can. And I'm eating it off the claws, just... Nice. Like, you're using your claws as forks. Mm -hmm. Other barbarians are just using forks. (laughs) (laughs) Who's the barbarian now? But they're impressed that you have your own natural forks. Mm -hmm. She's not an elephant. No. You're not an elephant. Nope, but I can be. And you have claws. That's right. What are you? I'm a druid. Oh, you don't understand magic. That's okay, you don't have to. 
I meditate before I go to sleep. Oh, okay. And Pan goes off with a couple female barbarians off to their little huts and tents. Pan is not going to meditate before he goes to sleep. He's going to fuck before he goes to sleep. Both of the barbarian chicks. Well done. Yeah. Because Pan, that's his flaw. Mm-hmm. Neat just goes to sleep. Nobody bothers you. Okay. I say a little prayer to Ares and then I go to sleep. Nice. Well done. So the next morning comes, well, the next day at least, you all are stirred awake by the barbarian guild hall leader and she sends a couple other barbarians to go look for Pan and you guys are abruptly um, stirred. The sun isn't up yet. And when Pan comes stumbling out with his armor and stuff, he looks like he's hungover. <laughs> and he stinks of smoke and sex and meat. Um, he puts his helmet on, and she says, we need to make it to the entrance before day breaks. We have a short period of time to make it there. And we've got to go over that ridge to get to the entrance of the undergrounds. And you're probably going to need this amulet. Why? To cover up the stench you've got coming off of you. It's going to give us away. Oh. Oh, smart thinking. Here. And you give it to Pan? Yeah. There is no stench <laughs> coming off of him nice. whatsoever. <laughs> Sweet. There's not any smell. There is the absence of smell. Yeah. That's how we know it works. Nailed it. And Pan says, I still stink to hell. Are you sure this works? Well, we yeah, don't, no, we this don't works. smell you. You can't smell me? Mm-mm. Do you know Bindi? No. No, Bindi's this awesome magician in the in the um, you know, Aspasia. She oh. made these amulets. And we got a couple <clears throat> of them? Yep. Oh. And you gave one to me? Yep. Oh, thank you. Good luck. Welcome. Out. I'm gonna probably wear the deer piss. <laughs> <laughs> Is Cedric with me? Cedric's always with okay. me. Okay, okay, good. I'm not gonna put it on my cloak, but on my body, where it can be washed off later. Also, Hephaestus can help me out if I And the Barbarian Guildhall leader is continuing to walk without you guys. She just seems to be going in a direction to go over the ridge to get to the entrance. I follow her then. She wasn't wasting any time. She wasn't kidding. She's before the sun breaks, we have to get to the entrance. I jog to catch up. And nobody has woken you up because nobody knows that you're there. Oh, no. I don't like hear them. No. Pen was hungover and drunk and forgot that you were there. God damn it. And um, he started to walk off thanks, with the guys. barbarian guild hall leader. Do I do I notice Neith isn't with us? Do you want to notice Neith isn't with you? Mm-hmm. Then yes, you notice Neith isn't there. I'm like, oh no, I gotta you go wake up You can take a Neith. head count and be like, oh shit, there's only three of us. Yeah, uh, shoot. Okay, I run back to the guild to get Neith. Maybe you should like fly in your broomstick. Or just send Cedric with an oh, animal message. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay, <laughs> I do that. Yes, I do that. <laughs> so, an owl... flies into the great hall looks around and speaks to you telepathically and says I don't see her shoot but don't we have Harris and Brace or I I do yeah you do and and by by proxy you do right I thought that was a thing maybe not I don't think it is Um, uh, I think she's on top of a stone go around is there like a stone so Cedric hops around on the table to look through a stone I know but maybe if if he could like Go to, I don't know, maybe feel you. I don't know. Are you going to attempt to use Hera's embrace 
and see through Cedric's eyes. Mm-hmm. I need you to make an animal handling roll, please. Oh, okay. I'm proficient in that. Oh, yeah. Proficiency bonus applies. Oh, uh, 12. That'll be enough. Okay, good. So you stop walking for a moment as your vision is no longer your vision. You can see inside the Great Hall, and you can see what Cedric sees. Gelsira has lost her vision, so she can't see her surroundings, but she can see through Cedric's eyes. And on the stone is a purple aura, but all you see is the aura. Cedric, it's on, she's right on top of that stone. And then Cedric tilts his head, and as he tilts his head, your vision tilts. Nice. And he says in your mind, are you sure? As- I don't see anything. Yeah, I'm positive that's her. Dive bomb, dive bomb. And then Cedric hops off the table and goes over to the stone, and he can't seem to hop on the stone. Right, because Neith is on it. Huh. And then he's trying really, really hard My to feeling hop on the stone. My feeling an owl trying to hop on me? You actually are feeling <laughs> something that appears to be trying to hop on you, but just can't quite land. But you feel little tiny eagle claws on your cloak and on your body before he mystically seems to be shoved away from your void space. So yeah, you can absolutely feel it. And Cedric doesn't seem to notice it. <laughs> He's like, I, I can't jump on this rock. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I think that just keep trying. And then I think Neith is going to like, I think you're going to get her attention. And he'll keep trying. Bless his little <laughs> owl heart. And then all of a sudden I like start you know, waving my arms and I sit up real quick. I'm like, what, what, what is, I start yelling out work curses. Oh, (laughs) and you can see through Cedric's eyes, you see Neith shimmer in and out of existence for a moment before she stops shimmering and she's whole. And then Cedric now sees you and he jumps on your lap (laughs) and he's like tugging at your cloak with his little tiny eagle beak, eagle, owl beak. And he's like, like, trying to pull you out the direction of the door. I'm like, hey, hey, get off me. Stop pulling on the cloak. Stop pulling on the cloak. And then he hops off and he says, she's awake, but I can't get her to come. Mm. I recognize him as Cedric. Yeah, you've seen Cedric Uh, before. Cedric, is that you? And then he hoots at you a couple times. I look around. Where'd they all go? And then he hops and turns (laughs) around 180 degrees and like, like po- points with one of his raptor claws out the door. Oh, Lord. And I go follow him. Sweet. He takes to the air and flies, and he will lead you right to Jelsira, who is standing perfectly motionless in the middle of this field. <laughs> and your vision is still with Cedric. Yeah, I go. I, I get my vision back. Oh, okay. And then there is a moment where your senses are a little discombobulated, you see Cedric looking at your back, and as you end the vision connection with Cedric, there's like this crazy feeling like you've gone up and down a hill really fast, as your you know that feeling you get in your tummy when you go up and down a hill really fast? Mm-hmm. You kind of feel that as your sense of vision comes back to you. When it gives you a boner. Yeah, that's the one. And uh, Cedric lands on your shoulder, and he nuzzles you, and in your head, you hear him say, I did good. I found it. Oh, thank you so much, Cedric. Congratulations. 
Yeah. You hey, can Neve. now share all five senses with Cedric. Nice. Oh, that comes handy that. for some out of body so, sex. Yep. Sight, <laughs> touch, sound, taste, and feel. Nice. It. The bad thing is, when you are sharing your senses with Cedric, you lose all perception of Gelsira, mm-hmm. and you are essentially in Cedric. You can see, and... hear, feel everything that he can feel, but that leaves your body in a perilous state where you don't have any knowledge of your surroundings. It's like a warg. Like in Game of Thrones. Murderable. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like warging. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. like warging. Nice. Well, we better catch up with the group. Arcor. Hey, Neve. You have some strange ways of waking people up. <laughs> well, I was One afraid. One time I- it was snow over your head. <laughs> I forgot about that. This time it's a little owl trying to jump on you but couldn't. Goodness. <laughs> Where are we going? We got to go. Wasn't there, was there rain or water one time, I feel like? Probably. I don't even remember all of them. <laughs> got to stop being invisible, weirdo. Um, are we still with the? Is it? Are the group still? You've caught up to Pan and okay. Ari and the Barbarian okay. Hall leader. I'm like Neef, we're gonna go into the into the forest now. And she brings you to a large gray stone arch. You can't see anything beyond the arch. You just see the arch. You don't see anything on the other side of the arch. If you were to look around the edges, you don't see anything. Uh, if you were looking around the other edge, you don't see anything. You could walk all the way 360 degrees <sighs> around this arch, and all you see is the arch and the wooden doors. And then the barbarian guild hall leader takes her hammer, axe thing, and she knocks on the door three times. And with the third knock, the doors begin to shake and rattle, and they begin to open outwards. And as the Doors open outwards. There are vines that start to creep out through or on the ground. You can hear (sighs) birds chirping and cicadas singing. And you smell fresh greenery, aloe, pine, you know, beautiful, lively forest. You see the sun breaking through a tree canopy inside the doors. Outside the doors, it is still dark. You don't see anything around the doors, but through the doors, you see what would be the royal hunting grounds. And she says, here's your way in. We will know if you need to come back out. Nice. This is your one way in and your one way out. (laughs) I will keep a couple barbarians posted here. Knock five times when you're ready to come out. No more, no less. Five times. Okay. Granted. The doors will only open before dawn breaks on this side. So while you're in there, get oriented with the time. Make a nature roll, everybody, Pan included. Pan did not make his nature roll. Oof. Five. You did not make your nature roll. 20. 20? Not a nat 20, but it is a 20. 20? Nice. So. 10. With You didn't make your nature roll. Fuck yeah. So with where. Okay, hold on. Why is it Neath? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm the one with the intuition with magic. So with the intensity <laughs> of the sun and the way the way the, the beams are coming through the trees, you can probably formulate that it is probably roughly what would appear to be 10 a.m. ish inside 
the Royal Hunting Grounds, where it is like 5.30, 6 o'clock-ish outside, because there's no sun yet in the sky. So mm. it's still dark. You can see the twilight of where the sun is going to break, but the sun is clearly already up in the Royal Hunting Grounds. So... So there seems to be about a five-hour, four-and-a-half, five-hour difference <laughs> between the outside of these walls and the inside of these walls. In which way? Oh, it's perceptive of you, Neve. What's <laughs> wrong with you? <laughs> I guess five hours, it's five hours earlier in here? No, it's like five hours later in there. Nice. Oh, I'm familiar with that time difference. How so? It's not much different than when we're beyond the mist. Granted, it's like five hours in a year, but yeah, it's, it's about five hours. Sounds about right. Magic. Magic hunting grounds. The royal hunting <sighs> grounds. Royal. And as you guys are standing outside the doors talking, the sun begins to peek up over the mountains behind you guys, and the doors slowly start to close. Oh, no. And the barbarian guild hall leader picks up Gelsira. And she picks up Pan and throws you two through the door. She picks up Ari by his shoulders and throws you through the door. Come on, Neith. I do like a running and then like tumble. Nice. And then you get Dive. through. And then you guys, as all four of you look back out the door, you see the barbarian guild hall leader. She has a smile on her face. And as the sun breaks over the horizon, the doors close all the way behind you, and then all you see is the arch with the doors, and then on each side is thick vegetation. There are crawling vines going up and down, and the sound of nature and animals all around you, and that'll do us for this episode of Some Would Play. Listen next time as we begin the hunt for the hind. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Some Would Play, a production of the Outsanity Network. Join us again next week as the story continues. Find us online at www.somewoodplay.com and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at somewoodplay. Deborah is at Sonia Taki. Rico is at R1C0. Daphne is at Dafterthought. And I am Psychedelic M. If you enjoy the show, please tell your friends and share it with others. And remember, in real life, you needn't roll for initiative, so just seize it. <laughs>